0: It's possible for athletes to improve in their late 20s. It really is. Case in point. Underscore boldface. Evan Rodriguez. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dion Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and/or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates, right where you found this Penguins 3, Panthers 2, bye, shootout of all things. Yeah, that actually happened. Maybe the least likely team in the NHL that you would expect Tristan Jari to get off his shootout schneid against, but he did it. He did it. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau was able to sneak one backhander in between him, but Alexander Barkov, Patrick Hornquist, and then Anton Lindell all stopped. Carter with a big game overall, not just because of his shootout goal. thought he was dominant. Chris Letang, great assist on Teddy Bluger's goal. Really, the whole team, uh, the five defensemen who were left, after Marcus Patterson got hurt, everybody played well. But I honestly feel like I'd be remiss this morning if I didn't put a special spotlight on Evan Rodriguez. Not because he was exceptional, meaning that he's been this good all along. And I'm going to be the first to admit here, I'd... Wasn't wild about this player. I didn't have a whole lot of use for him. Didn't think he really should be part of the starting twelve to open the season. I described him, including on this program, as a headless chicken. And you can see the speed. You can see the energy, the tenacity, everything that he brings in that sense. But it really never felt like was getting anything done with the puck and now he's been put into an elevated role that's to the credit of all concerned From Ron Hextall bringing him back Mike Sullivan for trusting him and for correctly pegging even before training camp that this was a player who could move up and down the lines including handling center and I wasn't wild about that either Well, guess who's right and guess who's wrong? Because I want you to admit this. When you saw Jason Zucker feed Rodriguez through center ice, spring him for that self-made breakaway, you thought he was going to score, didn't you? Oh, come on. I know he hadn't scored since October 23rd, but he's generally come with kind of a good vibe this season and that's to his credit he's confident on the ice and he sounds confident off the ice this portion of daily shot of penguins is brought to you by the good people at the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania and they in turn need your help visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 from you can be converted into five full meals. That's right, $1. Five full meals. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org and make sure you spell that out. And when I say he sounds confident, I'm not talking about him saying, hey, I'm really great or something like that. This is like the nicest, most mild-mannered guy on the team, and that's saying something. Actually, as a little bit of a footnote, he's the only person when he gets up from a press setting of any kind, gets up from the table, looks around the room and says, hey, everyone have a good night, and you'll actually mean it. Now, what I mean when I'm referring to his confidence is the way he speaks about team-related things. That's impressed me a lot this year. Here's a little bit of what he had to say after the game last night you know, it almost sucks you in when a team plays like that and you get excited, you're trading chances. It's always nice to feel the puck, shoot the puck. So, um, yeah, you almost get roped into, into playing that game. But like I, like I just said, um, playing against a team with that much skill up front, you have to try to, you know, hold back and not go chance for chance with them because, you know, those type of games, you can't really control the outcome. It's a bounce here, a shot here. It's, you know, almost the luck of the draw. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we did a good job in the third, um, but the second, probably, probably not as many as we would have liked to have given up. See, this is where the Rodriguez conversation gets interesting. I had a similar thought to what you just heard Rodriguez expressing, as I would say the game got to the halfway point, midway through the second period, and it was clear that it was not going to settle. It was not going to stop being a high event game, a Mike Matheson game, if you will, meaning we get lots of chances and you get lots of chances. That struck me as a really bad idea. And then every time I thought that, you would see the Penguins use their speed to generate their own odd man break, or their own clean breakaway. They had a bunch of them. And it makes you wonder how this team will look when everybody's back and presumably, you know, adopting the same approach since Mike Sullivan's system never changes, but also how it can utilize someone like Rodriguez. Because I'll tell you this, he's not going anywhere. And I mean that in a good way. He's not heading to the press box, much less this is an NHL player. And, you know, arguably a good one. The advanced analytics are certainly on Rodriguez's side. He looks complete. He's suppressing shots. He's creating shots. He's creating offense. Not just for himself, but others. He's distributing. He's shooting. He's going to the net. He's digging in the corners. He's doing exactly what you want a bottom six guy to do, including chipping in. So that's what I've got here. That's my big takeaway from this big game. Nice W for the club, but this guy is really starting to look like a part of the solution. And full credit to all concerned, chiefly, Rodriguez himself. I don't know what's going to happen to him when everybody comes back, but I know he's going to be in the mix. No question about that. When we return, J-1-Q. It's time for just one question. That's always brought to you on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including ATT Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven day free trial and 15% off your first month. How do you get it? Just go to fubotvcom DK. See, I told you it was for us. FuboTV.com slash DK. And today's J1Q comes from Steve, who asks, why does Mark Friedman get ice time over P.O. Joseph or Yuso Ricola? The answer, I believe, Steve, on this particular night was that they remembered that Friedman had two of the best games of his life in Tampa and in Sunrise to open the season, and that's the kind of thing that coaches remember. They feel like you've built up some uh, sense of worth against a certain opponent, that you're a good matchup when you're facing them, and it's not so much to reward the player, but it's to feed off of that, and on top of that, they liked Friedman better on the left side than on the right, which was a little bit of a surprise to me, but it, it, it worked out down there and they, they wanted to try it again with Chad Ruedel on the right. None of it mattered because Marcus Pedersen got hurt. So any and all fussing that anyone was going to do didn't even have a chance to make it through a few minutes of a game tonight. And they actually had a, you know, a couple of pairings that looked like semi-normal things with Crystal Tang and Mike Matheson, in particular John Marino and Pedersen. But There went Pedersen again. It was a collision near center ice. The Penguins didn't offer any specifics. And since they've already canceled practice for today, something they did really late overnight after the game, we're not going to have any update on Pedersen's status, at least until Saturday when the team is in Ottawa. But you know what? Honestly, this this is what I have to say to close out this show, and this week of Daily Shots of Penguins, this has to stop. I mean, it, it's nice that they got this W, and they did it against a high-quality opponent. They did it in a way that emboldened their goaltender a little bit. This has to stop. They're 5-3-4, and four, while missing roughly a third of their roster at various points points, and it's not sustainable. The division situation isn't as dire as some are making it out to be. There's still four points that separate seventh place, where the Penguins are, and second place, where the Caps are. Four points is just four points. That can be made up. But eventually, you just got to start getting your people back. And I'm not, believe me, I'm not wagging a finger at somebody here or whatever. I'm just if, if I'm wagging a finger at anything or anyone, it's at fate. It, it has to stop. They can't keep going like this. They're not going to pull off Ws like this. This was a weird way to win. I don't just mean the shootout. I mean the whole thing. The fact that they went skating and trading chances with a team that was loaded with talent up front. Can't do that. Can't do that. None of this is sustainable. Time to start getting some people back. Time to stop... You know, entering into COVID protocol and everything else here. And let's see what this team actually is. You know, let's see what it can do. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do it again Monday.